fear is always going to be there, right? But the important thing is that we're able to nurture and practice, practice. I use the term practice for courage because I think courage is not, it's not an, it's not an idea and it's not an emotion. Courage is a decision and action. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Repulsive Carriage Podcast. I am Rock, your host, and I'm so excited to welcome 2024 with you and with this episode where I will reflect on 2023 and how making courage the theme of my year has allowed me to do the things that I really want to do and has allowed me to see some of the things that I just thought of before or dreamed of before start to come to life and more importantly i would like to share with you some of my insights and learnings and also the mindset shifts that i did that allowed me to build and practice courage last year and hopefully you'll find some of the insights also useful to you as you start the year with the intention of living the life that you want and so Let's get started. So just a little bit of a backstory. Um, 2022 was a very rough year for me, probably one of my lowest years and I really struggled. And one of the things that I uh, learned in that year as I was trying to navigate that, you know, difficulty was also learning about myself and finding out that from, from the people that I used to work before, learning that one of the things that they all agreed is something that I could improve on um, was courage. And so towards the end of 2022, I started challenging myself sort of um, and trying to become more courageous and trying to step more outside of my comfort zone and just, you know, pursuing the things that I know deep inside are true to me and that I really want to do. And I started the year last year with that mindset, like this year is going to be a year where I will build and <laughs> practice courage. And yeah, that was the theme of 2023. And so I guess just to start with sharing some of the things that happened last year that I think were a product of me stepping out of my comfort zone and facing my fears and practicing courage. And one of those things, of course, is this podcast, which one of the big things that I did in the beginning of 2023. So I launched the Repulsive Courage podcast. And as the name suggests, it's courage because the idea really is, you know, uh, an act of courage can can have a ripple effect in our life in that it allows us to do the things we want to do and allows us to keep building on that courage, keep building our self-confidence and uh, the ability to face our fears and also externally allowing us to 
perhaps even inspire others to also find their own courage and start that, you know, ripple effect. So that's the idea of the podcast. And it's one of the things that I'm really proud of, even even though I, at some point I really had a difficulty sustaining it because of schedule, but also because um, I still face a lot of fears around um doing the podcast um it's it's always a challenge it's always a battle to to hit the publish button and also to hit the record button like every stage of the podcast production is is a challenge for me like uh, i have all the ideas in my head and it's very clear it's like i have a script already in my head but just like you know setting up and then clicking the record button and um finally publishing all those stages uh, in itself is a battle and a practice of courage. So I'm very proud that at least I was able to launch this last year, uh, had some episodes, and um, this year I really intend to do more of this because I really love doing this. I really like learning and really like sharing what I've learned. And for me, being able to share what I'm learning is also the best form of learning for me. So because this allows me to process my learning even more. And yeah, I, I also hope that, you know, whoever gets to listen also learns with me. So that was one of the things, the Rebels of Courage podcast. Um, another thing that really, um, I'm really, really grateful for last year was we amplify the agency that I started last year. So I've been doing freelance work since 2018. Well, actually, since 2009, I've uh, I started teaching English to Japanese students. I that was my very first uh, real work. <laughs> But um, in 2018, I started. Uh, doing freelance work, which is more around uh, web development, process automation. And I had clients that I worked with um, that I'm very grateful that I'm still working right now in the agency. But the courageous thing around this was that um, I, for some reason, I just have really a big problem with delegation <laughs> um, or like making other people work. For some reason, I feel a lot of shame and guilt around that. And and I think, I think part of it, like the fear there is that, you know, the people that I will hire or that I will work with will start finding out that, you know, I'm, I'm not really good at what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, uh mediocre at stuff and, and maybe that's true but you know it's also not the point but but there is fear in that there's fear that you know um i will not be able to lead them properly and they will just see all my quirks and all the issues <laughs> with me and and so there's a very big fear of expanding and actually growing a team but Um, I realized last year that it's also stopping me from this opportunity of actually, one, serving more clients, which would therefore 
to increase my income and would allow me to um, achieve some of my financial goals um, and, you know, have the have the peace of mind because there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage as well. Right. If you have, of course, you know, um, if your income isn't stable um, and yeah, having that peace of mind that, you know, even if I will pursue my other interests like this podcast, like um, the nonprofit projects that I really want to work on and other things I want to do, starting the agency has allowed me to gain that some level of uh, financial uh, peace, <laughs> peace of mind. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, um, delegating was difficult for me, but that was the thing that I had to conquer. And and it's really just um, also um, letting myself be vulnerable, I guess, you know, letting people in, you know, and just, uh, just allowing that to happen. And yeah, I'm very grateful for that. So from doing freelance work, I, I finally took that courage to expand my team and that allowed me to, you know, serve more clients and has a ripple effect in my life, really. One of the things that I really love about it that was a, an unintended consequence, <laughs> I would say, is that I actually get to also provide some livelihood to other people, right? Which which I didn't realize was a very great feeling. Like I really, I really enjoyed it when I, you know, when I when I um, sent my the payment to my partners to my contractors. It's really, really uh, fulfilling, and yeah, and. I'm also just, you know, learning a lot and really very happy uh, with the relationship that I have with my team. It's just a bonus, I guess. So, but yeah, that's another thing that happened last year that I've been thinking about and I've been pondering about because I know the opportunities as well in, in the business, but I just haven't really, you know, taken the steps and at least last year, I've done that um, still in the, you know, early process, nothing big, but, you know, we're, we're getting there, <laughs> hopefully. So that's another thing. And then the other one that I'm really, really, really happy about is uh, I finally uh, started and launched Flourish. So Flourish Mental Health Initiative Incorporated. Uh, it's a nonprofit that I started with a couple other people, um, which aims to make evidence-based and cost-effective mental health interventions accessible to Filipino adolescents. So just to share a little bit of, um, of data around this and why it was so compelling for me to work on this problem is that um, of course, there's a big scale of problems, about 15 million cases of, um, and this is 2019 data, 15 million estimated cases of uh, mental health disorder and self-harm in, in the Philippines, and that the Philippines is the second country in Southeast Asia with the highest rate of, uh, highest um, rate of healthy years, healthy life years lost due to mental health um, uh, problems. And 
the most staggering data that really rocked me was that data of uh, the Global Health Survey by the WHO. Um, the 2019 data says or finds that among 13 to 15 year old Filipino adolescents, 24.4%, almost one fourth, had attempted suicide at least once in the past 12 months prior to that survey. And that was before the pandemic. So imagine what the number might be now. We don't have the data yet. So, but yeah, um, it's a very compelling problem for me. And um, the thing with Flourish is that as early as 2015, I have already thought about working on mental health. I wasn't clear about like how to work in it, what exactly would I do? But I just had this idea that that our youth needs to learn these very important life skills of um, taking care of our mental health, of our um, emotional well-being, and it's just it's just something that we don't learn. And I think that it's very fundamental. And we, you know, we do learn about these things. As for me, like my experience, I learn about these skills, these things as an adult. Some of them I learned in therapy because I was already struggling, but we can learn them earlier. And so that's what we're trying to do in Flourish. But um, yeah, basically that's the project that I've really been wanting to uh, start. I didn't know concretely how, but yeah, last year I was able to finally start working on it and little by little uh, and at some point it just reached some momentum and and luckily as well, um, although I tried to do it more than once, but luckily we got uh, funding for the project. So yeah, I, I feel really grateful. And it's always surreal, actually. Um, every time I work on it, sometimes, you know, I still, you know, when I'm, I'm so into it you know, and so into the, you know, things that we're doing, actual things that... I'm doing that, you know, I forget about the big picture and like how surreal it is <laughs> that I am actually working now on the thing that I really wanted to work on many years ago. But, you know, I remember that many times <laughs> um, and it just, it's just so surreal. <laughs> uh, it's hard to believe, but I'm just, you know, filled with gratitude, but I think um, and I'll talk about this a little bit more later. There's really just a shift in me and in how I think that allowed me to finally pursue it and pursue all these things. And I'm going to share it later. But last thing that I want to share as a form of celebration uh, for 2023 is that um, I'm also very proud that um, Finally, I was able to provide, I'm able to provide my parents a, a decent and comfortable home. And I'm very, very happy about this because 
um, it's one of my top goals. I really, really wanted to give this to them because um, I, I grew up actually moving from one place to another with many places because we didn't have our own house or own home. And and so like growing up, it's, it's just, you know, it's just a dream that's been, um, I would say, been planted in my head that, you know, in the future, I'll make sure uh, that happens. And also my, my parents live in the province and there's, um, they experience a lot of uh, typhoon and it's just so important for me to, to know that they are safe and that, you know, if there's strong typhoon and like there's flood, that they're going to be okay. And I feel like that the house that they have now uh, will give me that peace of mind and yeah, it's just a great thing. But the courageous thing about that is that um, we've been talking about it, I and my parents, and in in March, I almost didn't want to start um, the construction because I was so scared that I would run out of money and that I wouldn't have enough resources uh, to actually see it through. Um, but, I mean, rationally speaking, I can afford it. Like, I look at my income, um, and yeah, I can afford it, but I was just also so scared about like, oh, what if suddenly one of our projects in the agency just, you know, stopped and, you know, uh, one of the clients just quit on us, <laughs> you know, all these things. And like, what if, you know, something happens that, you know, actually we wouldn't be able to afford it at some point. But yeah, uh, the thing with fear is that it's irrational, <laughs> right? And courage is the rational response to fear. And so just with, you know, proper calculations, like, okay, <laughs> actually can get started. Um, but 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 the magic here was that um, when I agreed to start the construction, I, I just had like a very uh, modest image of what we will have. I mean, the house is still very modest. It's, you know, just plain two-story house with, you know, two rooms, uh on the second floor and you know nothing grand but 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 yet when we started the construction i was thinking hmm if we can get the you know just the foundation built and then we have the second floor and they have that roof and then and then the first floor even if it's not done but you know it's a space that you know would still be better than the previous uh, space, then that should be all right. Uh, but I guess, um, you know, with, but also, uh, I mean, I believe in blessing and uh, luck, but of course, it also happens when, you know, you do good work. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're just uh, very uh, fortunate that, you know, more clients have got more projects, actually more projects that I was able to see through. Um, and yeah, and it was just, I'm just so very happy about it. Um, yeah, I, I guess those are the main things that I'm really like proud of in 2023. And they aren't really, you know, perfect. They aren't done. They aren't, you know, um, like... Um, like super 
wow, whatever. <laughs> but to me, they are they are a big achievement in that um, I I was able to push beyond my fears of. I actually get started, <laughs> you know, sometimes just getting started is what we need. And finally I got started in 2023. So hopefully I can keep the momentum. And and honestly, I have anxiety over that. I, I, I feel a bit anxious about that, you know, that 2023 felt quite easy or like not easy, but it felt like quite in flow and like things were falling into place and um there's some fear in me that you know fear that what if i am not able to keep this up in 2024 but um fear is always going to be there right but the important thing is that we're able to nurture and practice practice I use the term practice for courage because I think courage is not it's not an it's not an idea and it's not an emotion. Courage is a decision and action. So yeah, um, as long as I practice courage in 2024, I think I'm gonna be fine. Um, so yeah. Um, and now I, I want to share, and this is the more important part of this episode. So I, I, uh, I hope you're still there. Um, I'd like to share more about the ways that I built and practice courage in my life. And many of these things are actually mind shifts, shifts in how I think and how I approach life and Hopefully, hopefully you find some value in what I will share. So the first thing that really helped me is giving myself permission. So allowing myself, giving myself permission to do what I want to do. So the story is that I actually faced a lot of rejections towards the end of 2022 and even even up to like early early like january 2023 i faced some rejections some of them were heartbreaking because i really wanted them but i faced rejection and and i realized i was chasing for other people's permission like what if they didn't you know if they didn't hire me or if they didn't approve the grant, why that would stop me from pursuing the thing that I want to pursue, right? And so I realized I was sort of using them as a way to give myself permission to do the thing I want to do. And of course, I wasn't getting it. But then I realized I just need my permission. And I wasn't giving it to myself. I wasn't allowing myself to try to do what I want to do, to start and to fail and to succeed. You know, if you don't allow yourself to start, you're not allowing yourself to fail, but also 
not allowing yourself to succeed or you know to have whatever experience whatever outcome whatever it is that you're gonna have if only you did the thing and i wasn't giving that to myself because i was if you were if you're listening to if you were listening to the podcast you know that i used to be really hard on myself and it was a very big shift that i just need to allow myself i just need to trust myself and i just need to be okay with me trying so that was the first thing giving myself permission the second thing that really helped me and this is like uh still a mind shift is that i I stopped associating my worth or my self-worth to the outcomes of my actions. And I I embraced this mindset of this is an experiment. I am just experimenting. And that was really that was really very very helpful. It really changed it for me because If again if you're listening to the podcast you know that I struggled with perfectionism and the really the thing with perfectionism of course you set really high standards and you do it you have very you have very um rigid criteria for what standard you have but the key thing about it is that you associate your self-worth on achieving that standard and I've learned to no longer associate my self-worth to whatever standard that I set for myself or like whatever outcomes of my actions would be. And and instead my self-worth is more about did I act according to my values? Did I do what i said i want to do did i allow myself to try am i experimenting enough and that experiment as well that you know just that word also like changes how i see things because we're usually we're usually scared not of the action but of the potential negative outcome of things right we're scared of what might happen not of doing the thing but having the mindset of this is an experiment change a lot how i deal with the outcomes of my actions so failure has become the lesson and try to see how this works if it fails maybe it's maybe it's i'm not doing it correctly maybe i can learn something maybe it's not the thing for me but i'm just experimenting and seeing how i could try this how this could pan out right and it's also true for the small things that i'm doing with uh some of the routines i'm trying to to uh some of the habits i'm trying to uh include in my routine i'm experimenting whether they work for me or not and if they don't work then it's okay It's not the outcome that's important. It's me trying and experimenting. Of course, I do want to caveat. Uh, there's there's a thought in my mind that pop like, okay, still we choose, still choose what you experiment on. Okay, so you still want to choose what you experiment on, and 
And normally, like if you think really clearly about the things that you're doing, especially if this is around your goals and the things that you really want to do, if you really just, you know, reflect on it and see where your fear is coming from, you'll understand that, you know, there's really, there's really not a lot of risks in trying, except for the risk of you not liking the outcome, right? So for those things that, you know, it's about how you would approach and accept the outcome, then experiment, obviously. Uh, and, if, you know, if it's something that's, you know, risky for your health, risky for your uh, finances, you know, Of course, you still want to practice uh, discernment and you still want to uh, have calculated risks, right, when experimenting. But generally, again, fear is this irrational uh, feeling about things. There's some level of uh, truth and fear is good because it signals something, right? It signals to you what you care about it signals to you that there are risks associated and so it's just a signal for you to reflect and study what you're trying to do and you'll see that you know it's not so bad and usually as this is my experience and like i'm like my year last year was you know really experimental and my experience is that The fear is always worse than the thing itself. Like even for the things that, you know, ended up not being really good or like not perfect or whatever, it's usually not as bad as the fear. So yeah, at least for me, that was the case. So experiment and not associate, do not associate your self-worth to the outcomes. So, yeah. And then another thing that helped me is having this mantra of part of the adventure. It's just part of the journey, part of the adventure. I really like this mantra because it helped me a lot because, you know, things don't always happen as smoothly or as planned as we planned them to be, right? But I realized that all the setbacks and the challenges make up the journey. It sounds cliche, but it's true. And uh, and this mindset has also allowed me to get comfortable with mistakes because I used to really obsess about my mistakes. Like I did this thing and like, how could I, you know, do this differently? Like what, and all, you know, all the other things that could have that may have happened because of that silly mistake that I did. I used to obsess a lot about that. But but somehow when, you know, last year using this mantra of like, it's part of the adventure, this part of the journey, it somehow lowered, you know, the anxiety or lowered the very strong emotion that I used to associate with failure or, or mistakes. And it just made it easier for me to try again. You know, when I fail or when I make mistakes, it just made it easier to try again. 
because that's part of the journey. That's how you learn, and life is an iterative process. I used to think, or at some point, I probably learned it from someone or from somewhere. But I, I used to think that, you know, I can really plan my life perfectly. You know, like I can plan my day. Up to the hour, I can plan my goals. What do I achieve? And I can be intentional about everything. And it's good to try, but the reality is, you know, there's a lot of things that are beyond our that, that are beyond our control, and things don't always happen as planned, and they usually don't. And it really helps to prepare for those. Eventualities, like you prepare, you have a plan B, plan C, plan whatever, and also just the mindset that it's okay. You can try again. It's part of the adventure, and it makes it fun, right? Because I realized when I imagine like my happiest experience with my family and with friends, and I would usually. Recall like the setbacks or like you know the funniest part of the experience would always be because something wrong happened, right? Um, of course, I'm talking about you know petty, silly stuff happening, but but it's also true. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's part of life. It's part of the adventure. And then the next thing. Which is so 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 important is having the clarity, having uh, clarifying my values, gaining clarity about what I value in life, and this is so important to me because having this clarity just allows me to understand more my motivations and also my fears. Because sometimes the things that we're scared the most of are also the things that we value or we want the most, and when we realize that, it gives us the drive and the the courage to face our fears. Um, th- this reminds me of uh, I think George Adair's. I don't know how to pronounce, but of the quotation, um, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. So, yeah, I mean that quote is um, is powerful reminder that to achieve our deepest desires, our our deepest wants, the things that we really want, often we must confront our fears and we must. Step beyond our comfort zone, and but also when we are clear with our values, we find that it's actually worth confronting our fears for something that we really care about. And example of this for me is that, like the podcast. I mean, I really care about. I really care about the message of the podcast. I don't know if I'm. Uh, at this point, able to 
really, you know, send out the message that I want to send through the podcast. But I do have a very clear reason and it's really aligned with my values that I want to do this. Um, and and I'm, I'm, I have so, so much fears and anxiety and also like shame or like embarrassment around these things for whatever reason but because I understand why I'm doing this and why it's important to me and this is also true like with other things I'm doing like flourish uh, that project I mean it's hard right um, and there's a lot of like you know a lot of small and big things that I have to I have to overcome or I have to deal with like every little thing is a decision every you know everything is a decision so everything could be could be a mistake everything could be a failure and there's so much fear and anxiety around that but and, and you know there's 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 an option to just not do it <laughs> why do it by bother but I really care about it and I think it's worth it you know it's worth trying it's worth um um experiencing whatever i might experience whatever it is um i guess it's gonna be worth it so clarifying my values really helped me find uh, motivation and also find uh, reason to face my fears and to to find the courage to do these things um yeah and i guess finally um one thing i want to share and this is very important as as with everything else but but another thing that i really learned and i really really want to share this message is that help is okay and it's necessary <laughs> so um that is perhaps one of the most transformative mind shifts i had so um i used to take pride being you know being independent and self-reliant and somehow i feared and i used to be embarrassed uh to seek help um yeah but you know but it took me it took me reaching a very low point <laughs> in my life in 2020 to, to finally find the courage to and humility the courage and humility to seek help and to accept help and you know it has improved my life significantly and and so i shared earlier like all the things that i achieved like that i've done and i want you to know that i didn't do all those things by myself no not at all <laughs> i got a lot of help and there's nothing embarrassing about that there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing to be ashamed of that and yeah it's very transformative for me because um like with amplify right um with we amplify i i need to have a team i need to hire contractors and 
And I couldn't do that before because again, I couldn't delegate work. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, <laughs> I don't know why, but I couldn't uh, delegate work. Um, maybe it's pride. Maybe it's pride. Maybe it's ego. Maybe because I'm scared, you know, they judge me like, oh, she's, she's not even good <laughs> and all those things. And, and maybe that's, that's also true. Uh, but, um, I'm also, but, but there's also like, um, would it be okay if, you know, if this thing that I'm building isn't built by me? Then I realize what kind of thinking is that? <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of ego and pride in that, I think. And yeah, so and there's courage and humility, right? It doesn't seem like it's automatic. I don't know. Maybe I didn't, I didn't think about it that way before. But you know, there's a lot of courage and humility. Because yeah, there's a lot of courage and humility. There's a lot of courage and vulnerability. It's not weakness. Seeking help is not weakness. It is strength. It's courageous. It's courageous. And that was the very first courageous thing I did, I think. I really changed my mind. So, oh, no, it really changed my life. So, yeah, um, I I have a coach. Uh, I still uh, I still see my therapist. Um, I I'm part of support groups, and I've learned to delegate work without feeling guilty or feeling ashamed of it. Um, and it's really transformed my life. So, yeah, um, I guess I'm gonna wrap here. I'm gonna wrap it here. Um, so, yeah, just to summarize um, the things that, the mind shifts that helped me build and practice courage last year are first, giving myself permission, allowing myself. Second is not associating my self-worth to the outcomes of my actions and having a mindset of this is an experiment. And number three, the mantra, part of the journey, part of the adventure. And just enjoying the ride Again, not associating myself with to the outcome, but to the everyday decision of showing up and practicing courage. And all setbacks are part of the journey. And then, of course, clarifying my values, understanding that it is worth stepping out of my comfort zone for this thing that I really, really value. And it starts with understanding what I value. So clarifying my values. And finally, help is okay and it is necessary. It isn't weakness, it is strength. There's strength in being vulnerable. And yeah, that <laughs> that's the uh, summary, I guess, of of 
this episode and my reflection of how making courage the theme of my year. So maybe you're wondering what would be the theme of my 2024. And I thought about it and it's still courage. 2024 is still about courage. It's still about practicing courage because again, courage is not an idea, it's not a sort of feeling, it's not an emotion, it's not it's not an end result. It's it's decision and action. And I want 2024 and maybe the rest of my life to be filled with courage, to be filled with all these small things that I do and decide to do despite of all my fears and anxieties. And I'm still scared a lot of times. That's still there. Um, the difference is that I no longer allow the fears to stop me and I no longer stress myself out because of all this, you know, fears and cuz cuz they're they are gonna, going to be there. And I think and I think I like it that way as well because it's also a clue like when you stop feeling scared, when you stop feeling scared, maybe you are in your comfort zone already which is not bad at first you can enjoy that but also that's when you know that um there's no more growth and so fear to me has somehow changed the meaning i mean the meaning of fear has somehow changed for me Now it's a signal for me that if I'm not any more scared of doing this thing then maybe I'm not growing anymore and it's okay if I push a little bit to a to an extent where I have this good enough fear you know <laughs> where I still push myself but I don't hurt myself in the process and i don't break myself i don't ruin myself in the process so yeah um yeah um and i guess that's it um i hope there's something in this episode that you find useful and regardless i wish you a happy and meaningful 2024 and i hope that you find the courage to do the things that you want to do and that you get to practice courage every waking hours of your life <laughs> and yeah to living the life that we want thank you so much for joining me in this episode um i'm going to be conquering my fears around the podcast and will be publishing more content in the coming uh months so i hope you continue to join me in this journey and thank you so much i'm very grateful for your time for your attention and i'm sending you lots of love lots of courage thank you so much have a wonderful time bye